0: This is the Radio Talks podcast from Learning Waves. Hello, and welcome to episode nine of Radio Talks, the official industry podcast from Learning Waves. And thank you so much for all the positive feedback, especially over the last uh, last number of weeks, which has been great, and especially after the last podcast, which was even more great. And uh, I, I kind of got my voice back. I don't know, is that a good thing or a bad thing? So this episode of the Learning Waves Radio Talks podcast, we'll be finding out all about the power of radio advertising. Yes, indeed. Some very qualified and eminent voices will be joining us shortly. Uh, we'll be talking to Nicola Murphy, who's the Director of Marketing at IRS. We'll be talking to Andy Mackin. He's Head of Agency Sales at Media Central. Uh, this podcast is going to be divided into two parts. So that there on the first part. And then on the second part, we'll be talking to Brian McCarthy. He's the National Sales Director at Urban Media. And Kieran Cunningham, the CEO of the um, almost newly founded uh, CEO of the Radio Centre Ireland, And we'll get some insights from both of those as well. That's all on the way. But first, though, let's get the industry news from Hannah Casey.
1: TY Media Week is back. Over the coming weeks, applications will open for various radio stations across the country holding their own TY Media Week. Do you know a transition year student with an interest in media? Direct them over to our social media pages and website for more information. Our radio presenter course kicked off in Windmill Lane last week. We welcomed 12 students to the programme and the legend Ian Dempsey shared his broadcasting career to date with them and shared his love for Lady Gaga with them also. Learning Waves, along with Radio Centre Ireland, welcomed Ralph Van Dyke, the global authority on radio and audio creative to Dublin on the 20th of September, where he shared his knowledge on creative audio and ensured participants had fun in the afternoon, bringing them to Raygun Studios to put all the creative into practice. The wireless sales team enjoyed a two-day team-building event in Athlone on the 14th and 15th of September. The team heard from speakers including Tara After, Dr. Karen Weeks, Keith Walsh, Kieran Cunningham and Maria Tech. To add some competition to the event, dynamic events were on hand to facilitate a treasure hunt and an escape room task. Let's just say the competitive element of sales teams in the industry really came to the fore over the two days. A great event organised by wireless and Learning Waves. In industry news, Learning Waves would like to congratulate Joe Finnegan, Shannon Side Northern Sound, Patti Halpenny, former CEO of Communicorp, John Bennett, MBE, BBC Radio Ulster, and Mary Wilson, RT Radio 1, the four new inductees into the Imro Radio Awards Hall of Fame for 2023. The shortlist for the 2023 Oroctus Media Awards was announced last week by On Oroctus. WLR's Molly Go was shortlisted for her programme, Aber Decorated by Molly's passion for the Irish language, this programme connects listeners on a variety of different topics ranging from music, arts and events, entertainment and anything else that's happening across Waterford. Congratulations to Molly. Midlands 103 turned into Nile 103 for Niall Horne's birthday last week. What pop star would you name your station after? In the Irish Podcast Awards for 2023, News Talk, Beat, Off the Ball, Nova and Go Loud have been shortlisted for awards. The ceremony will take place on the 21st of November, 2023. Good luck to all the nominees. In jobs, Shannonside and Northern Sound are recruiting for a managing editor across their newsrooms in Longford and Monaghan. LMFM is recruiting for a news and sports journalist. Closing date for both jobs are the 25th of September, 2023. In upcoming courses, Learning Waves has launched its Podcast Day 2023. This event will take place on Wednesday, the 25th of October. The aim for this event is to share thoughts from several speakers on the world of podcasting, how to monetize your podcast, how important world class sound design is for podcasts, the value of podcasts for radio stations, what makes award winning podcasts and much more. The panelists for this workshop include Jarla Regan, Ashling Moore, Liam Thompson, Keela Brodigan, Ian Doyle, Niall Breslin, Lachlan Hart, Duren Garrahi, Martin Liss and Meera Kumar. If you are interested in attending, make sure to secure your place by signing up through our website. Places are filling up for the various courses Learning Waves are holding for the last quarter of the year. We are holding courses covering a range of topics including AI, interview skills, social media, law updates and much more. Keep an eye on our website and social media for updates.
0: Wow, just gets busier and busier all the time. And well done and congratulations to those who have been recognised by the Imro Hall of Fame. Well deserved and congratulations. Now, we are looking at the power of branding and the power of radio advertising in general and how it works, and hopefully we'll get some some insights into the agency minds. Uh, we've, As we said earlier on, we've decided to split this particular episode in two. So on this first episode, we're going to be talking to Andy Mackin from Media Central. He's on the way shortly. But firstly, Nicola Murphy from IRS. Nicola... What exactly is your role in IRS?
2: I'm the marketing director for IRS Plus. And IRS Plus is a sales house representing 15 local radio stations throughout Ireland. My role helps to deliver on brand, the IRS Plus brand itself, to, to make it known to media agencies throughout Ireland who we are and what stations we represent, as well as, I guess, shaping the strategic direction and making strategic decisions for the IRS, um, for IRS Plus as a company itself.
0: Okay, so you obviously, within those 15 stations... Yes. There, there are different types of stations. I would presume. Absolutely. Um, so, how do you target particular clients, or do you just blanket target everybody?
2: Not at all. I, I mean, the reality is when we receive a uh, a brief um, from, usually from a media agency, it's it's rare that it's directly from the brand itself from a media agency, we carefully consider what the client and what their client is trying to achieve. And we will absolutely tailor our brief response to suit that particular client. And that involves certain things like looking at um what time you know what time of day is going to suit best for this particular campaign the actual type of campaign itself whether it's a sponsorship or promotion whether it's spot advertising uh whether it's, it's something completely different you know outside broadcasts there are a lot of different elements to radio advertising in ireland and lots of different options for advertisers to consider. So we take all of that into consideration in our response. And then it we would obviously also look at the demographics, but also the advantage of IRS plus is that we have local stations so we can very much tailor our response geographically as well it's not just a national response so for example if a client wanted to focus on particular areas we can very much do that uh, for them
0: so say your greatest competition is that from digital media
2: I I don't think it's an either either or Andy to be honest with you I mean as you know I, I as a former brand manager my, my history is, is 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 actually on client side it's very important for brands to consider a holistic view when it comes to to booking media it's It's not a case of I'm going to just do digital or I'm going to just do radio every single media has a part to play in in a brand's campaign, and, and, and I I mean every single piece of media uh, has a role to play, The really the onus is, uh, is on us to optimise the radio element of that campaign for the client. Uh, but the onus is on the client to really get that marketing mix right for them and right for their campaign. So, for example, if a client wanted to do a brand awareness campaign um what i would say is yes of course radio is fantastic for brand awareness but you really need to tailor your creative and creative and media have to work hand in hand you have to tailor your your creative to the media that you're using if you want radio to do a brand awareness job for you which it will absolutely do very very well Mm It there is very little, um, it, it will not be optimized if you're if the creative that, that you're sending through is very much direct response led. Okay. it will not be optimized in the in the brand awareness space of course it's going to deliver you results it absolutely will but in the context of what you're trying to achieve it's probably not going to hit the mark for you so it's really important to know what you're trying to achieve with each particular medium that you're using and tailor the creative to to suit that um to suit that objective i mean that's you know that that's marketing one hundred and one. I'm not, you know, revealing anything magical here, but yeah. what I find, um, where I find the magic touch can be, is when you actually look at each individual, individual media type, and really try to optimize that at at a, at a another layer, another layer of optimization. So, for example, with radio. Uh, and particularly with local radio, you can tailor your advertising in um, with a local accent. Uh, we did some research last year, which showed that there is an inherent local accent bias, and what it showed was that eight, up to eight percent more engagement uh, with the campaign. Um, when a local accent was used and as a marketing manager or or a brand manager or head of marketing or whatever you may be that eight percent is huge it would take very little budget to really tailor your campaign to optimize it in that way Um, and, and that's what I mean by going the going the additional step and and really getting into the, the nitty-gritty of what the media you're using is capable of delivering for you.
0: Okay, so local works. I suppose most stations, most local stations have been around for around about 30 years or so. Um, is there the impression, do you think, on behalf of the agencies that radio is kind of old school or old in any way. Do you think that that's the case now?
2: I do in one way, yes I do I do think that there is a perception that radio is a little bit old school mm-hmm. however that perception is incorrect and what I find fascinating um, about, particularly about Irish radio is how resilient it has been over the last number of years. Mm-hmm. It is it it has grown the radio center figures came out there recently for the first half of this year it has actually grown three percent radio has grown three percent this year when a lot of other um a lot of other media is is behind versus last year radio continuously proves how resilient it is year on year uh but i do think you're absolutely right i think there is a perception out there albeit incorrect that radio is you know is is a slower medium or it's a, it's a dying media
0: so what can radio station owners or managers do to break that perception
2: i think there's a responsibility on uh, not just on, on station owners and managers, but on all of us. For example, IRS, as I said, we, we're a sales house. We represent 15 stations and we're doing our best to break down those barriers. But I also think Radio Centre in Ireland are doing a great job in communicating the growth in radio—they're getting the word out there to the right people that radio is actually growing—and and they're doing a fantastic job of that. They've done some really great research in the last in the last number of months. Uh, one particular that comes to mind is uh, the research they did with Sky and how radio has been proven to. Drive people to action and drive people to to the website. Particularly, there is a little bit. The data is fascinating. Shows a lag, um, a lag of somewhere between twenty four and seventy two hours on this particular research. Uh, but the the relationship between uh, radio spots and the action uh, and the search action is undeniable it's fascinating you should take a look at it
0: where do you see the future as regards say irs and the digital and is there something that um local stations and particularly irs stations can be doing to improve that um that area in in any way
2: absolutely the digital audio is the fastest growing um audio over the uh, year on year uh, but it's it, the numbers are are impressive and, and getting more impressive. What we find from an IRS perspective and and what I've really enjoyed looking at over the last number of months is the potential that that technology has in delivering creative solutions for brands and clients.
0: Nicola Murphy there, the Head of Marketing at IRS. As we say, this podcast is being divided in two parts. So the first part, we've got Nicola Murphy. We're about to speak to Andy Mackin. And to come in the next part, we'll have Brian McCarthy from Urban Media and Kieran Cunningham from the Radio Centre. Just to recap on what Nicola mentioned there in relation to the age profile of the listener and the age profile of the people who work within the agencies. Andy Macken from Media Central, what are your thoughts on this?
3: Well, I suppose what we have to be, to understand, and there's actually a good bit of research that would have come out there recently enough, is I suppose we're dealing with obviously the media agencies um, and how we consume radio, and not even radio, how we consume media is... uh, is not necessarily how the rest of the of ireland's consumes media we're probably at the forefront and obviously early adopters in that sense of how we use different parts of media but radio uh, ha, the penetration radio has in ireland and it is absolutely huge you know like so there, there's no problem in terms of the profile of radio and uh who we are reaching on our reach and frequency it, it by far outdoes almost any other medium For across all of the demos, uh, even in the 15 to 34 years. We're not seeing, like, yes, they are consuming media and audio in different types of ways, but we're not seeing massive drop-offs that you might expect uh, or might hear people talking about.
0: Okay. Does that so kind of answer that question? Yeah, no, absolutely. And and I think, you know, from the point of view of, so you have a huge portfolio as regards to the stations you have. Um, so what what is required by you, from them like what what do they have to do for media central to make things work
3: uh, or, or what do we do, I suppose, as well in that question. So, yeah, yeah, like we, it's really collaborative. I suppose, like the role of a radio sales house uh, is kind of twofold. I suppose, firstly, from our side, primarily our role is to provide a commercial service, essentially revenue to the radio stations that we represent. Um, but we kind of see ourselves as an extension of the radio stations. And we obviously hope the radio stations see, se- see us as an extension of them. Um, and then, therefore, we can represent them really truly to the agencies and the clients that we're working for. Um, so at the same time, I don't really see us as a sales house in that sense. Like I see us as a creative commercial media business, like a marketing, advertising, uh, a solutions business. Okay. Um, but obviously the commerce and the revenue side of it is is at its heart. Um, I suppose that means kind of making everything work for the stations for the agencies and for the clients and the brands that we're working with. Um, and you know, it's our job I suppose to advise them on what the best way and the best channel that we have available for us to then reach the audience in, in the right way. Um, right. and it could be spot advertising. It could be, you know, a week long promo it could be sponsorship. It could be audio, it could even be video content these days or an experiential event. So, um, you kind of see that we've got to make sure that whatever we're doing and whatever we're advising that they're going to see some real value in in a return on their investment uh, with the stations and the brands that that we work with um, and okay. especially so they so they come back again and can you know and use us again
0: yeah, of course. And what about say, you know, the challenges that are coming from digital platforms, right, whether that be Instagram or, you know, TikTok or whatever, is is that having an impact on your business? Well, I think the challenges from the digital brands and social media brands is having
3: an impact on everybody's business in terms of anyone who might be working in what will be seen as a traditional medium um now that being said um i mean we sat in and would have worked with wpp only just recently on a piece of research um and radio was probably the only, or sorry, not probably, was the only uh, traditional medium that was coming out that was seeing, going to see a growth in investment from the CMOs, the chief marketing officers and marketing professionals we would have surveyed, uh, that it was going to see growth next year in terms of those traditional mediums. TV Why was, that? was um, I think there is a belief in radio Um, over the last couple of years, we've seen a huge amount of clients return back to radio. Uh, Obviously we're in a post COVID world now, but even during COVID there was a return because obviously it was one of the channels that was still available and open to them to use in that sense as well. Um, But they saw the return on it. I mean, it's a very cost effective channel. It's got huge reach, massive frequency. You can be achieved by doing it. Uh, Mm -hmm. It doesn't cost a huge amount. It's easy to get there uh, for an access from audience. And it's also can be turned around quite quickly. But all these, all these attributes the radio has, I think is translated into a, a reinvestment in, the audio world, not just the radio world, but the audio world. Um, and I, I mean, for me, it was quite a standout thing to see, particularly when you were seeing everything else that would be deemed traditional uh, mediums that were all on a very different level and probably in a negative space at the moment. But we were seeing radio coming out there, which was sitting up there alongside social search, digital media as well, and then radio. And you're like, "On this is that's great to see that that, that trust is there. And um, because obviously we believe it and we know it works, um, but it's great to see that the marketing professionals do as well.
0: Is there one example of a of a campaign <clears throat> that you thought worked exceptionally well that tied in? Yeah, like we've got
3: like to make something successful in terms of working with brands and like i know we've been talking about the brands here it's it's not that hard it's it's not that complicated it's it's you've really just got to listen to the brands and what they're trying to look to and what they're trying to achieve really because um you know we don't really do the off the shelf type thing so um you know it's really through collaboration and sharing the insights and actually listening to what they want that we can really be successful in the campaigns that we do. Um, and if I'm honest, I think it's something that radio and audio as a whole industry really hasn't done and probably hasn't shouted about our successes enough over the last number of years, probably going back ten years. Um, I'm sure you remember Love Radio and all these things beforehand. But we, we have Radio Center now, which I think is going to do a really good job. I think Kieran's doing a great job, um, and there's some brilliant stuff coming up there with brilliant initiatives and insights and return on investments and effectiveness and all that. So definitely worth looking at that. Um, one from our perspective recently would probably be uh, which is actually linking the digital stuff as well, which is the UNICEF Shake Me um which i don't know if you would have seen it at all which is quite a simple approach to a mechanic but it was using our digital audio streams that essentially we can play the ad um and on hearing the ad the listener can shake their phone and be brought directly through to um a donation page on unicef's uh, website and i mean it's just a good example simple enough really when you think about it retrospectively but um that you can you know you can really kind of get a response very quickly um and reactive and a very simple thing to do uh, and it was it was brilliant yeah um i mean it's it's got a it's won plenty of awards this year and it will be something that you want to try and use and embrace that tech element a little bit more where we can moving forward
0: So, what are we learning so far? From Andy Mackin, we're learning embrace technology, uh, change perception, work harder, I think, I'm getting that as well. And also from Nicola Murphy, perception is changing, but needs to change a little bit more, and again, develop as a product and develop as a brand. So, that was Nicola Murphy from IRS, and also Andy Mackin, Head of Agency Sales at Media Central. Thank you very much to them. In the next part of this podcast, we'll be talking to Brian McCarthy the National Sales Director at Urban Media, and also Kieran Cunningham, CEO of Radio Centre Ireland. And again, praise indeed from both Andy and Nicola for the work that Kieran has done. So we'll find out more from them in the next episode. Thank you for listening. This has been Radio Talks, the official industry podcast from Learning Waves. If there is something you would like covered or something you would like discussed, please email info at learningwaves.ie and we will respond ASAP. Thank you very much indeed for listening. Hannah Casey produced and until next time,
2: take care. To get in touch, email us at info at learningwaves.ie.